Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. This week, we're excited to bring you excerpts from a message titled, Why Does God Complicate Our Lives? given by Pastor Ben Stewart. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Exodus 14. The second reason honestly doesn't have much to do with you at all. It says in 14.1, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, Turn back and camp in front of Pi-Hiroth between Migdal and the sea in front of baal Zephon. You shall encamp facing it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the people of Israel, They're wandering in the land. The wilderness shut them in. Verse 4, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. All right, stop there. If you were a player and this was your coach's plan, this would be a little off-putting. All right, team, circle up. Moses, Aaron, everybody get in here. Here's the deal. I want you to head out there. Here's what I want you to do. Run around in circles and get real lost, okay? Everybody in the stands, we have, what the heck are they doing? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go over to the other team and tell them the whole plan. And then I'm gonna say a bunch of stuff to them that gets them real ticked off at you. And they got superior firepower, better technology, superior to you in every way. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to lead your people right up into the edge of the sea with no equipment by which to cross it. And then I'm gonna get this army real fired up, this technologically advanced death machine, I'm gonna send right at you on the beach. Okay, sound good? Everybody good? All right, let's get team on three, team. That's the plan. I'm sure you're there, you're like, oh, what? No, no. That's the worst plan I've ever heard. Why would you do that? Why not just get us out of there on the short path? He tells you, and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all of his hosts, and the Egyptians shall know I'm the Lord. Why does God detour you into the desert? He detours you into the desert for your good, to carve into you character, and he does it for his glory among them. God is like a good performer. Someone came up to us after the gathering and said, hey, I'm gonna walk on a tightrope out in the park. You'd say, good luck. I've seen people try it, knock yourself out. But if he said, hey, I'm gonna walk on a tightrope across the Grand Canyon, you'd say, wow, that's great, man. Good luck. But he's like, I'm gonna walk across that pushing a wheelbarrow. You'd go, man, that's crazy. He said, I'm gonna fill that wheelbarrow with senior citizens. Wow, that is really something, man. Hey, I'm gonna do it backwards, blindfolded with no net. And you'd go, I gotta see it. When is it on TV? Tell my friends, this guy's nuts. And either we need to pray because we're about to see a tragedy or we're gonna about to see the coolest thing we've seen all year. Why are you saying that? Because the complexity amps up the glory. Some guy in the park, you don't even notice him walking by. But as you amp up the complexity and he pulls that off, it amps up the glory. Amazing. And so God tells them, let me tell you what I'm doing. I want to put you in the craziest position I can so that when I show up, I get glory over Pharaoh. And let me tell you why. So that the Egyptians will know I'm the Lord. One of the reasons God leads you in directions where he is not giving you what you want is not even about you. It's about them. It's so God can get glory in their lives, the people around you. And some of you may say, well, I don't care about that. Well, let me give you a little theology. What's the best thing in existence? What's the best thing in all of existence? We would say God. 
He is the fountain of all good. He is the fountain of love. He's the fountain of peace. He's the fountain of joy. Every good thing you enjoy was his idea. The best thing in existence is God. So what's the best gift God could give you? Himself. If he's giving out gifts and all he gives you is a car or a house, not sufficient. The best thing he could give you is to know him, the fount from which all joy proceeds, that I would get to know the maker of the stars by name. That's amazing. So the best gift I could give you is to help you know that God. It's the best thing I could give you. So if God wants to use my life so that other people could know him, that's the best possible story. And so it's a gift from God that he says, hey, I may detour your plans, but trust me, I'm doing it so I get glory in them. I'm not doing it to waste your time. I'm going to save you, but I'm going to lead you in a way so that the Egyptians know that I'm the Lord, that the people who are rebelling against me will see me and go, whoa, that's truly God. And not just the Egyptians, when the Israelites show up in the promised land and they meet Rahab as they're scouting out her village, she says, oh, we've heard of you. We've seen the mighty deeds of your God and I want to know a God like that. So he told the Israelites, I'm going to complicate a season of your life so that when people around you see me show up in your life, they will bless God. They will praise God. I want that kind of story. Do you? That if God would say to me, Ben, I want to use your mouth to help people know me. I would say, yes. I want to use hours of your day to study so that people would know me. Would you do it? Yes. Ben, I'm going to hurt you on purpose. And you're going to end up in the hospital for a season. And as people watch you trust me in the midst of physical therapy, you're going to help some people know me. Would you do it? He didn't ask me if I wanted to do that. But he did it to me anyway. And I'm glad he did. And God got glory in some dark places because he led his children into a hard place. And he does that. How much do you want to bless the world? What kind of difference do you want to make? God in his mercy will use you. He'll put you in tough situations, a tough financial block. And we all get to watch. Do you trust him or not? We're going to get him to wait, make you wait before you meet the one. Will I trust God or fold like a lawn chair emotionally? Will I believe him? Hey, I'm going to trust God and I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep serving even when there's no spotlight and no shine so that when he puts me in the spotlight, I'm ready. Are you ready for that kind of life that he wants to get glory for you by putting you into difficult spaces. That's another reason why he'll detour you into the desert to give glory to him through you. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com slash passioncitychurch1. And visit passioncitychurch.com for more information on our locations and gathering times.